the, the Bureau of Economic Analysis has revised its estimates for the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. Have you ever heard of that? The Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. That's a new one on me. That index fell in the second quarter. Now, that caused the writer of Bloomberg, this Bloomberg article, to say, hey, we're starting to experience deflation. Now, defla- inflation is where money loses power in, in buying, and deflation is exactly the opposite, where money starts to gain power in buying. Now, yeah, um, and there's really great uh, thinkers on both sides of this issue, and uh, I, I don't know which way it's going to go, you know. We do. We hear uh, stories of hyperinflation, you know, the printing of money, the the the, the incredible uh, debt that the uh, United States now has in, in the world. Um, and then you have the other one, you know, like like what you're saying is uh, cash will be king again, you know. Yes. It's like, uh, you know, and then that that would be more of a deflation, you know. That's exactly right. And so you would, in a, if you're, if we are headed towards deflation, the smart move would be to get to cash as quickly as possible. Now, in the real estate world, if you own a house and nobody lives in it and it produces no income, why are we holding on to it? Sell it, get it to cash, so that you have some some something to do when when uh, deflation really gets going. Uh, people own land. Lots of people own land. They it produces no income. Why are we holding on to it? Let's get rid of it while the market is still kind of okay. Now's the time to do that and and get the cash so that you're in a cash position when deflation happens. Uh, That's the way it looks to me. Now, according to this article, I want to read this sentence to you and get your reaction, Randy. It says, right now, the risk of deflation is greater than the risk of explosive inflation. Oh, that's interesting. Where's that article coming from? Bloomberg. Oh, Bloomberg. Yeah. yeah. Now, he, he does, the, the writer does say, I don't really believe that widespread deflation has beset the U.S. economy. So he's just kind of like peeking at the future. Uh, but he does does definitely think that there's a very high rate of deflation. Now, would that freak out the government who's you know who uh, likes to have two three percent per year inflation? Um, would that would that cause them to act strangely? Oh, I think it would definitely. Most of the time, there is inflation, and we're used to it. Uh, th- uh, like you know, three th- percent per year times. Uh, Let's see, that's th- 33 years. Everything should double. Did I say that right? Well, it'd be 24 years. 24 so years? it's a rule of 72. Oh. So you take the, the either the years or the percent divided 72, and so 3%, you'd have 20, every 24 years it would double. Now, that's interesting. I'm glad you thought told me that because here I thought it was just 3% times the number of years, but there's a rule of 72 involved because the, the growth, yeah. the, the difference in the... In the principal amount. Yeah, so if you had 10%, if you say you had 10% return on your real estate investment, then 7.2 years, it would be double the value. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well, thank you. That's why we have your brains here. Uh, So that being the case, 24 years ago, things would have cost a lot less. You know, in fact, I I, uh, was reading, let me see here, in uh, 1979, the average house... Of course, this is more than 24 years ago. In 79, the average house costs less than $60,000 in the United States. The average income in 1979 was under $20,000. The average home cost under $300 to rent. And gas was under $0.90 cents per gallon. 
So what year are you talking about? 70? 1979. This is back when you had long hair yeah. and were doing uh, just... Okay, it's interesting they picked 79 <laughs> because right after that is when the hyperinflation came That's in. That's right. That's uh, right. In the early 80s. Uh, 79 through 82 was yeah. just disastrous, 17% and things like that. Yeah, yeah. it was, cra- it was crazy. I, I remember uh, my wife going to the store and coming back every day and saying, wow, this went up just overnight, you know. Um, and it was very strange times, no question about it. But if we were to project ahead 24 years from now, uh, let me give you an example. There's a, uh, a residential rental survey I was reading, and the average house in Elk Grove, California, to rent three bedrooms and two baths is, a, is $1,545 a month right now. Fifteen hundred in, in uh, it was less than three hundred dollars a month to rent it in seventy nine. It is now fifteen forty five. Now in twenty four years from now, what will it cost to rent that house? That's the question. It probably will be like around three grand. Yeah, if we have consistent three percent inflation. Yeah, it'd be like three grand du- double to to rent it, and uh, so uh, even though it might be a little more painful to buy today, at least you lock in a payment so that by uh, twenty four years from now, uh, almost thirty years from now, you'll have zero payment. Uh, whereas if you were renting, your rent will be three grand a month at that time. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, if you had a little higher inflation than that, that. <laughs> Your house could actually quadruple during the time that you paid off a thirty-year mortgage. You know, so because you're you're talking about, so if it was just a little higher, say, uh, you know, see what would that take a uh, fifteen uh, to double in fifteen years? Then, uh, uh, you know, you, you'd have if you had something like six uh, six and a half percent or something like that. Then all of a sudden, uh, you would be by the time you paid off that mortgage, your home would be worth like four times the amount. So. Wow. That's one reason why it's better to buy than rent. Yeah. Well, I've never met a millionaire who doesn't own their own home. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's it's part of financial growth as a as a as a person. But I read uh, some articles that come from sometimes uh, tax and uh, in financial people that say, "Well, is it really worth uh, buying a home anymore? You know, it's it's cheap to rent." And I'm thinking, well, they're thinking like. They're not looking down the road. That's right. It's always better to buy unless you're going to relocate or something in the next three or four years. Or yes, you know, if uh, if if you're going to plan on being there and uh, and 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 your income is going to be fairly stable, boy, you should buy as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, you know, the National Association of Realtors released a graph showing that the break-even point is at three years. I think it's a little too progressive. I would think it's more like five. Or six years, but they say three years. It could be six years, depending on many many factors. But if you're going to buy, if you're going to live in a home short term, then it is cheaper to rent, you know, for just a few, first few years. But but in the long run, uh, it's far less expensive to to buy. Yeah, I always use a five year myself. If somebody's not planning on being in the area that long and they don't want to really have a rental where they're going to have to relocate, then then I say, well, don't buy, you know. And uh, but if you're going to be here longer than that, you know it's worth buying. Yeah, well, and the reason, part of the reason, is inflation. Now, I want I read to you some quotes uh, about how uh, this one particular person uh, says that the risk of deflation is greater than the risk of inflation. Now, I'm going to read to you from another source, the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors, and what he has to say about this. He says the most recent U.S. inflation rate has clocked in at 2%. Apartment rents and homeowner equivalency 
rents, <laughs> whatever that is. You know, economists speak. It says, are both increasing at more than 2% and will approach 3%. So rents, he says, are increasing at a rate of almost 3% per year. And then it says, if you add to that medical costs that have been rising, energy costs that are also rising, uh, it could start to impact people's ability to to live, you know. And so let me read this quote. I want to hear what you think about this. He says, if inflation rises to 3% by 2015, which is more likely than not, mortgage rates will have to rise by a full percentage point to compensate lenders for the loss in purchasing power of the money returned to them. That makes sense. As 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 you lose purchasing power, you have to raise your rates. I mean, it's just the way it is. He concludes the article. Inflation matters, and it will accelerate in 2014 and 2015. Factor this trend into your business planning and be prepared to discuss it with your clients. He advises real estate brokers. So we heard a man who thinks we're headed towards deflation, and here's another economist saying, oh, I think we're headed toward inflation. What's your gut feeling about this? You get to see you know, the, all these things, the government's buying mortgage securities and other bonds. Uh, what's going to happen? Well... I do pay attention to the economics, but I look at it at a global scale, and I don't see deflation in the United States. I see uh, small inflation. <laughs> I do see deflation in Europe, though. And uh, But I think the United States, uh, China, uh, uh, places, uh, you know, the, the India and, uh, you know, Singapore, Indonesia, all those places, a lot of South Asia is up and coming. They're the new economies that are rising not 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 Japan. Japan's still going to have its problems, but uh, but the United States is definitely going to be in that mix, and uh, so I don't see any deflation uh, because of uh, the the value. The uh, uh, United States is still a place people want to immigrate to. Uh, it's still a brain trust. Uh, the world depends on our our minds here and what we create, uh, and and uh, so I don't see it here. So too much doom and gloom. Well, Europe is going to decline. Yeah. Europe's going to decline for a couple of reasons. First of all, the the debt, uh, Germany can't keep bailing out Europe. Uh, the uh, Also, um, last time we were on the show, I think you mentioned about the, the drop in the, um, what, the birth rate. Yes. Yeah, and that's going to affect Europe. So Europe's going to slowly decline where the population of the United States is still going to increase slightly and uh, and. Asia is coming along, and uh, so the economy is going to look really good in some areas. 